0: There are people who play who are immature, so I also receive messages that are outrageous and childish sometimes. It's funny. Yeah, because some of them are literally 10 years old. (laughs) We get those all the time. (laughs) And I can't believe what they're saying to me. (laughs) It's It's so outrageous.
1: Welcome to the Hey Good Game podcast, where we chat with the creators of your favorite games that you secretly play in the cracks of your day. So we just chatted with Alex Klemishov, the wiki game. Aaron, what was your favorite part of that interview?
2: You know, I I think we talked to a lot of different game developers. Some Sometimes people have quick hits. I, I think what's cool about this is uh, Alex started working on this game, I don't know, 15 or so years ago. And it's just been a, a slow and steady build over time. There's certainly been some, some spikes in traffic where uh, in the midst of COVID, maybe traffic spiked a bit. But, uh, you know, just that persistence over time and you can really tell that it's a kind of a passion project and a a labor of love. And so that's, that's super cool to see.
1: Yeah. I think for what I took away was, you know, Alex has found growth through just sustained kind of consistency over time. He hasn't, it didn't seem like there were really any incredible spikes in traffic at any one point. And so part of this, and I think we've seen this with our own games is just the, uh, the time it takes, you know, for it to kind of take off. And he has 60,000 users a month hitting that site, which is pretty incredible and a very successful game in its own right. So, but just his own passion for development, passion for creating and keeping at it is something that I, I have a takeaway from. So with that, let's go chat with Alex. I'm Nate Cadillac and I'm here with my co-host Aaron Cardell and today we're extremely excited to speak with Alex Klemashaw, the creator of the wiki game. Thanks for being here, Alex.
0: Uh, thank you for having me.
1: <laughs> well, we usually like to kick things off uh, with just a simple question,
0: but what is your favorite game to play? Um, I guess I'll just go right into a, admission is that I don't play tons of games, but like I used to be like obsessive with kind of like nintendo games like as a kid and i always liked like little computer games so i always liked just messing with kind of technology and just just kind of like tinkering with simple games yeah i never i never got into like the complex games it was just i just i just mm-hmm. so i was always always into like a a simple game and and kind of more like how does it work so that's kind of how I approached games. And then with a the Wiki game, I got into writing a game because I just loved Wikipedia. So, so I, I just wanted to find a way to spend more time on Wikipedia and just go to more articles. Like when I first found Wikipedia, I was like, wow, this is an incredible resource. So to gamify exploring Wikipedia was the motivation.
2: Now on on timing for so to dive right into the wiki game on on timing uh, I I think you started this in uh, what was it around twenty twenty or was it was it before that uh, the wiki game yeah no it, it was actually I mean the first cut so to speak
0: was a long time ago probably like over well, 14 years ago oh wow that's quite a history yeah I've actually it actually has a lot of history and. Um, It's been quite popular for since 2010, where it did get featured on certain blogs and Reddit and stuff where even early on, it was a good amount of traffic and it never got giant, but there's been a steady amount of players, like in the tens of thousands per month. It's kind of been like that for years. I mean... Uh, that's a very rough estimate and it goes up and down based on if it gets linked on social media sites or reddit or youtube or stuff like that but but yeah so pre-2010 was when i first started started
2: on it right on yeah no i thought i somehow i had in my head maybe it was a uh, kind of inspired by covid or covid obsession kind of thing or did it take off in a bigger way during COVID or, or am I just making stuff up?
0: No, you aren't making stuff up and I bet you saw my pinned tweet on on Twitter or X on X during COVID, Wikigames saw a large spike. I mean, it was like so undeniable. Like people were just stuck at home and wow,
2: people were playing web games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Suddenly got a little bit of time on their hands, right?
0: <laughs> it was like, man. I mean, it was like, I mean, and I have, so I have a web, I have a web game, but I also have an iOS app. And it was like 5X sales for a couple months. Ooh, I don't, it doesn't sell that much, but we're talking like, you know, a large increase. So, um, yeah, that, that, was, that was just a, a, a large spike. It was probably one of the largest spikes. But there there has been a few over the years where it's
2: been like a um, really popular like subreddits or stuff like that. And uh, so to to rewind back then, you know, so it's been been out there for a while. I, I imagine it's been quite the, the journey to just see waves of people discovering it and, and things like that. But, uh, you know, which which was first? It's I, I've got to imagine the website was before the iOS app, yeah. The website was first,
0: and um, it was motivated actually. Just just to dive right into technical details, I don't know if, if that's appropriate or not, but I mean, absolutely. I, it, one of the motivations was my love of Wikipedia, but the other one was I wanted to make a real time multiplayer web game. That was like I wanted to just figure out a way to like learn how to do that, and there was like. And around that time, there was technologies kind of pre WebSockets. You're probably familiar with WebSockets, which is kind of the way to do real time web functionality these days. But you know, around 2010 and before that, it was less obvious how to do that. But I wanted to make a web game, so that was one of the main motivations. Multiplayer
2: game. No, I you know uh, it's it's funny you bring that up because. Uh we've been researching a lot of web games out there and it's it's yeah. not that common that there's, you know, kind of true synchronous multiplayer mode. You know, so many of these are sort of casual games that you play, you know, whenever you've got time. And and if there is a multiplayer element, it's uh, asynchronous. But it, it sure seems like you've got a solid adaptation of that. And uh, I guess my my question on that would be, you know, as, as other game designers are, are thinking about just sort of that synchronous versus asynchronous approach, do you ever find it's hard for like, are are people playing at all times of the day? So therefore there's always sort of like somebody I'm competing against, or is there, is it a challenge to like, kind of go back to single player mode then, or, or just tell us what some of your takeaways are from sort of, sort of the live synchronous play? Uh, yeah, totally. I, I- Absolutely, experience that.
0: Yeah. So for a multiplayer game, if no one's there, then it seems yeah quite empty. But in in terms of like, yes, I guess I'll just bounce around. But like, I mean, one thing that I learned about people and their motivations with games is they like to play relative to other people. They often, I mean, this is a broad statement, and you know, every broad statement is false in a lot of ways, but people are very motivated by, you know, playing as others. So at least that's, that's what I saw. So it was just, yeah, I would, I would always, I would get lots of complaints when in the, or in the early days that it was kind of like a multiplayer game, but there was not enough people there. And, but, you know, it, it was, it would go up and down. It's, it's spiky traffic and you got people coming going. It's such a casual game. You don't have long time playing it really. And,
2: Do do you happen to know, like, are there, or or do you have any way to track? Like, are there, like, what's cool about it is you can just play against anyone and you show up and you're, you're playing against like whoever's in it at the time, but do you have a lot of awareness of people that maybe organize, like we're going to get on and play at the same time?
0: Yes. So two answers to that. One, let me backtrack two steps. I'm currently working on the third version of the game. The first version was built around 2010. That had true real-time multiplayer. The second version actually has kind of like pseudo real-time. It actually does a polling effect. But what I did add was in, in these like group rooms, but what I did add was the ability to make private group rooms. So you can make a private group where you can choose your own like challenges choose your own start and end pages your own wikipedia articles to connect and in terms of that like that motivation was came about from so many requests we want to have a private room to choose our own articles to connect on Wiki, you know <laughs> we want we to choose the the, the the ideas that we're exploring on wikipedia so so that's how that's how the game, which is live right now, version two. There are private rooms. So a lot of people just know the game as going to the public group, which is just like if you just go to the site right now as an anonymous user, you can play um, with anyone else. But there are private groups now where you can choose your own.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm curious. So kind of I'm I'm generally really curious at the overall picture of the wiki game and. You know, you wrote up a case study, which is a great case study in terms of like how you built it out. You'd mentioned you have about 45,000 people a month coming to the game um, at the time it was written. Yeah. What are the things that you do? Do you do any marketing or any talking about the game as a way to draw new people in? Or do you just kind of let it run on its own? What What are you doing for uh, retaining or, or getting new new users?
0: Yeah. It's like, I thought. I have thought a lot about that to get more users, but if I'm being honest, I have done almost nothing, which I guess is a good thing because it has spread like semi-virally. I mean, it's not super popular, but it's all organic. It's all, it's all either spread via social media or probably like from what I can see from analytics, um, Reddit, And some popular game blogs and just Google searches. I mean, the concept of the wiki game is a concept that's kind of like in the culture. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you guys didn't, didn't know that or not, but like there's a lot of other people who have independently invented the wiki game and actually have approached me in the past, or there are some other games kind of very similar to it that have the same concept, even a couple that have come and gone over the years. So that, that's another just organic search of people just, you know, wiki, Google the phrase wiki game. And actually um, that's cause people just are thinking about Wikipedia and playing game. And um, yeah, I've been kind of like a top result on Google for many years, hmm. which has been helpful. Yeah.
1: So have you <laughs> ever thought about reaching out to Wikipedia? Like ha- has there ever been any sort of partnership or conversations around partnering in in some way?
0: Yeah, I have a couple cool stories with that. My coolest story for internet savvy people is that Wikimedia themselves contacted me in around 2009, 10 timeframe. And actually their lawyers did. Mm -hmm. And their lawyer at that point was Mike Godwin of Godwin's Law, which is a famous internet law a lot of people are familiar, it has to do with conversations eventually as they, as they go down and down and more and more people get into more of argumentative... It, as arguments get worse and worse on the internet, someone inevitably uh, mentions like Hitler or the Nazis. It's ridiculous, but kind of famous internet. So anyways, that's mm-hmm. Mike Godwin and he was the lawyer of Wikimedia and they actually contacted me. Um, yeah, years ago, we had a nice talk and I, at that point i actually was running off the domain name wikipediagame.com hmm. which breaks their uh, trademark on that so um they were nice about it and but they they asked can you move over to the word wiki um but they were yeah. like you know we we play this game internally at wikimedia which was like so awesome to hear <laughs> but just can you like can you not use the word wikipedia in your branding
1: That's that's pretty amazing. Uh, I I wasn't sure which direction that was going to go when you get contacted by someone's lawyer first. (laughs) Usually. Yeah. Pretty soft resolution there.
0: It was wonderful. I mean, they they were like, yeah, we play it internally. And so that was like like 12, 13 years ago, probably. And fast forward many years, I've been contacted with some people from Wikimedia themselves. And just about four months ago, I was contacted by one of the head of branding, maybe. I'm not exactly sure his role, but um, they use uh, the wiki game in a, um, a wiki, Wikipedia meetup, hmm. like as just um, for hundreds of people. And that was just like maybe four months ago. It was in August. So yeah. Yeah. And so that kind of stuff is like, that's just gold for, I mean, for a labor of love to have them do that. It's just like, you know. I love that. It's awesome. <laughs> so
1: yeah have you ever been approached ab- about you know acquiring or yeah i'm kind of curious like how this plays a role in your life uh you know financially or if if at all um, is this something that supports you a little bit or
0: N- uh, no it's not at that level i do make money off of it mm-hmm. the app sales and i i have used it as a resume piece over the years so kind of like two one step removed you know i show people like look at this Thing i've made over several years like i built the ios app i built the web app i've like dealt with all the nuances that come come into play when you're dealing with tens of thousands of your users you know all spams and hacks and maintenance and so use it as a resume piece uh, ios app i have I've actually sold the data a couple times to universities hmm. just for them to use as research totally anonymized data for them to do um Mm -hmm. academic research on there's actually probably at least six to eight like legitimate academic papers using the wiki wiki games data of uh, exploring like how do users traverse links on you know web links essentially that's fascinating. Yeah. So, I mean,
1: inherently, it's it's a game like activity. You know, just rabbit holing your way through the internet, right? Exactly. Rabbit hole. That that term,
2: rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone. Quick break. Attention, game creators. Have you ever thought about selling your game? At Hey Good Game, we're looking to acquire and steward some of the most popular and beloved games on the internet. Even if you're just curious, we offer a fast process to getting you an offer. Just provide some basic analytics and revenue details, and we'll quickly get back to you. If you move forward with us, we usually close within 14 days. Visit hey.gg and see how we can take your game to the next level together. And now, back to the show. Now, I, I have to ask a question that's got to be on somebody else's mind. <laughs> uh, was this inspired in any way by the six degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon? Or <laughs> uh, Yeah, I mean... Yeah, that that's one of the ways that this concept is
0: in the culture. Like like people kind of just then get it right away because of six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah, I personally really didn't probably when I started I didn't know about that concept. Maybe. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I did. So I yeah, I personally wasn't. I, I just love hang, I just love Wikipedia. I mean, it was just me and a, a buddy of mine we were just, just kinda nerdy and we we were just actually sit next to each other on our laptops and just click on links. then we started being like, okay, let's, let's like get to a, let's get to a goal article. It's just so geeky. But it was years ago and that's how it started. So. It's
2: awesome. (laughs) Well, it's, it's fun that a fun off the cuff hobby is, you know, evolved into something much more than that. You mentioned a little bit about the the business side. You certainly make money on the, uh, the apps. But I noticed from a, a, a business perspective, it, it doesn't appear that you, you have ads on, on the web game. And I, I was wondering if, I'm, I'm sure that was an intentional decision, but can you tell us more about your thoughts on that? I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I have pretty strong feelings about, I mean, I just don't like ads
0: and I just feel like, I mean, this game is based around exploring Wikipedia and you know even though the content of wikipedia is owned by everyone the license is permissive such that you can do anything you want with it essentially i just felt like it was just not right to to go to a certain level of commercialization you know i've obviously kind of hovered around it like i, I mean you can pay for the app and and i do have some future plans where i would have some premium features but just ads i just could never and i've been asked that I mean, I've been contacted by ad agencies, I mean, dozens and dozens and dozens of time because the traffic, the retention and the traffic and the time on site is, I think, good enough. I don't even know that much about it because I would, I just, it's not going to do it. I, I'll just make money some other way. I don't, and just, yeah. (laughs) So, So that's why extremely intentional to not run ads.
1: Yeah. I think that that's, as we've had these conversations with other creators, some people have been able to turn it into their full-time thing because of ads, you know? And so there's, but there's always this, should I, shouldn't I, how much am I going to ruin the experience, you know, of the game itself? Um, so it's, it's like there's never one right answer, right?
0: So you have talked to others that have that have had that tension.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Nalanth in Toronto with Nerdle mm-hmm. has a, you know, it's kind of a world spinoff in, in cinema, like has, uh, postponed his, his postdoctorate because he's able to earn enough from the ads on his game. And it's like, well, I'd rather build games for a living. And if I can make money doing that, like that's a pretty, you know, all of our situations are different, you know? And so it's, uh, sometimes comes down to what do you want to spend your time doing? And, uh, yeah, yeah we've, we've heard both sides, you know, Toby Mao, 18xx games doesn't run ads. So,
0: mm. I, yeah, I know. I mean, I've, I've heard that I could potentially make decent money. And I just, I just feel like it just goes, if it wasn't based around the content of Wikipedia, I would probably be convinced. But it just doesn't seem right. I just can't do it because it's a game based on exploring Wikipedia. So that's my personal experience with this exact game. I understand other games, you know, but it's, it's really yeah, because of the Wikipedia content.
2: Well, as uh maybe I'm a little bit too capitalistic for you, uh Alex, but uh you know, an idea you could consider for the future is if if you ever were to flex on that is uh you could always give a portion of prof- profits back to the Wikimedia Foundation.
0: Um yes, that is something I have considered and I I do donate every year, like not a large sum, but definitely non-trivial sum. Cuz I do make, you know, on the order of thousands or low thousands on the ios app Um, it goes in spikes but in general that's the number so i give them i give donate every year absolutely so i kind of use that model a little bit for the ios app because i just kind of loosely take a percentage but for the web game yeah at this point but i do so i am working on version three so this is a A labor of love that goes on for years and every you know i go a couple years without touching it and now i'm I'm actually back on and i do have some premium features that would be like potentially for larger private groups to pay for um just features to make it more fun to play in large groups and to make it more fun to create challenges or to have pre-filled challenges that's um, in the site. So I have a, a lot of, uh, kind of premium features. So it would be a freemium model at that point. So it, it would be no ads and free for, for most usages. And then for large groups, it would be a freemium model. So I'm optimistic about that. No, that's, so, that's great. And thanks
1: for, uh, revealing some of those features here <laughs> first.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I've definitely studied other apps and how they do freemium and thought about it quite a bit. Yeah. So
1: I'm just curious about the timeline. So you, you built the game in 2010 web-based game. What, what year did you start coming out with the uh, native apps? How long did it take you to go to that?
0: Uh, maybe, maybe like, maybe the web game started in its first version was around 2008, but it was just like, not really, no one used it. It didn't really work. So mm. it was around 2011 where the iOS app came out. So it was only a couple of years after. Okay. And it was really like, is because at that point, the web game didn't have that much traffic, but there was a couple, there was a little bit of people using it. I mean, pretty low numbers, but I knew I wanted to get experience building an iOS app. So it was only a couple of years later and it was around the same time frame. Like the 2010 frame was when people actually started using the web game and I built the iOS app, which I worked with a, a friend of mine and a designer. So we, it didn't really take that long to build the iOS app because I'd already thought about the concept of the web game. Yeah. Just had to learn like iOS programming, which took like a year. We do tend to ask
1: some questions you don't have to answer, but um, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of downloads or anything, like have have you seen? I'm I'm kind of curious, like in terms of downloads, how many downloads do you have of your app? Yeah, and, the
0: iOS um, app. Yeah. The, well, the iOS app is still a paid app. Which, if oh, you know anything about iOS apps, people don't pay for apps in general. <laughs> the freemium model wins. So my download counts are in the low hundreds per month in general mm-hmm. unless I see big spikes. So so you know it can be like 300, 200, 400, 500. Sometimes I see a 1000. So it's yeah. it's a modest amount but it's still like, you know, 99 so. Yep. I, I mean it's 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 incredible really. I mean like I haven't actually done much the iOS app in many years which is like incredible. Like this thing is just people still keep playing it and it's still, yeah, it's pretty low numbers, but that's just cause the model right now it's a, it's paid out. I am in the camp just for the record. I would
1: love to see an updated version. Oh yeah. Uh, I just know that on my, my screen doesn't fill the entire viewer. Oh. And so uh, I'd love, I'd love to see it.
0: uh, Oh yes. Totally. Uh, Yes. Thank you. So V3. No, no. Yeah. Oh, it's, that's the thing about like, a side project that is a labor of love. Like, it's like, man, I wish I could do more. And, and it's just like painful. I'm like, I know... Like, you know I just like, know the list of things that are broken. I'm like, it's, But it's just because I care about it. But yeah, it's totally... I, I actually started doing a native app two years ago. And I just got pulled away by other work, by like, my like, day job and stuff. So I've made attempts... And the current version of the web game is built in a way that there is a generic uh, JSON API. So it's not, you know, coupled to the web app. So that, so the, it's done intentionally. So the iOS version, when I update it, would just be able to use the same backend. So making slow progress, but man, it needs some love.
2: Well, I'm sure we'll have more questions on the game itself in a minute, but we kind of dove Pretty quickly into the game, and you mentioned that this is a, a side project for you. Would would love to hear just more of kind of what you do on a day to day basis, uh, maybe both professionally and personally.
0: Yeah, professionally, I just uh, just web and mobile I development for a long time now, probably almost twenty years. A lot of like dynamic websites, like um, like React based um, uh, Python backends, and my expertise these days is actually iOS apps, so I'm currently employed as like a lead iOS developer uh, as an independent consultant. But yeah, currently doing iOS, and in the past a lot of Python, React.
2: And and I'm I'm curious, maybe just you, you mentioned you're an independent contractor. Mm-hmm. So one of one of the games I wrote back in 2008 timeframe, yeah. Like it would it would sometimes be a source of leads for other people that maybe wanted something built yeah i'm I'm curious, do you get a lot of leads from from people asking for dev help based on their their first discovering the wiki game?
0: I do get some leads, but it yeah but but they I have been quite picky just because I already have work that I kind of like, and you know I mean if you've done web if you've done like development like Working with um, inexperienced people could be quite difficult because they don't know the complexity of things. You know, they're so used to these modern apps that are built by teams of dozens or hundreds and they work so well. And it's just the disconnect, in my experience. You could maybe get lucky. So, yeah.
2: So I I say no a lot, essentially. (laughs) Yeah, totally get that so when when did you start programming in the first place
0: um around 2000 so probably about 20 years ago in college i was actually a physics major um computational physics but i just liked learning stuff i wasn't going to be like a physicist or anything i just thought i don't know i like learning stuff i guess this is why i like wikipedia it's like learning stuff so i was a physics major but i just like you know programming was the way to make money so um it was in college and so i just started dabbling then and uh, it was just i just just like, love the concept of the internet and i mean it's just it's just absolutely incredible when you think about it it's just the power i mean just like what are we doing right now like we met each other internet like every, what is wikipedia what I, it's just i don't know i just love the internet i mean even though the internet is a total mess <laughs> you know like compared to, like wikipedia with every other site on planet earth it's like the internet is a mess. It's also just so fascinating. So I just got in, I just get interested in like internet technology and stuff like that a long time ago. Okie dokie. A quick break. Are you a fan of games that challenge your mind and sharpen your skills? Dive into the world of Hey Good Game where brainy fun meets creativity. Like Sudoku but
2: need a bigger challenge? Check out Kokoro Conquest. It's a fun test of logic and math skills. Then, get ready for Crosswordle. It's a matchup of Crossword and Wordle. A new take on word puzzles that will keep you guessing and engaged.
0: You'll find those games and others at hey.gg. And now, back to the show.
1: <laughs> well, I think you've hooked into one of the bright spots of the internet, which is why I think this makes it so compelling, right? Like, you, oh, yeah. you're, you're playing on all the... The positivity of what wikipedia brings you know and so
0: that's that's pretty cool in my mind it's so positive wikipedia in general is really positive
1: has there been any you know we've talked with other developers who just have had fascinating things happen through them because of building games you know like people have met their spouses Hmm. uh You know, through Rubik's Cube tournaments and that's awesome. I'm I'm curious like if anything has been surprising or serendipitous to you
0: while building the Wiki game. I think the best thing about Wiki is the constant stream of meeting people like you guys and all the other people who just contact me and like and then you just have like a cool conversation about whether it's the the researchers that I've talked to many times over the years from Stanford doing research on just Internet content to my Godwin, the lawyer. It's just that it's just like interacting with just people like all over the planet, really. So, no one thing has stood out, but it's the constant stream like every month or two. Um, it meets someone just neat. I mean, I got a lot of messages that are like, I mean, it's a casual game. And I feel like some people, you know, there are people who play it who are immature. So I also receive messages that are outrageous and childish sometimes. It's funny. Yeah, because some of them are literally 10 years old. <laughs> we get those all the time. <laughs> and yeah. I can't believe what they're saying to me. <laughs> it's, so, it's so outrageous. I mean, any game creator probably goes through that maybe, like once it gets popular enough. It's just outrageous the things people say. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. If you have any sense, you just laugh. But it's, it's just like...
2: This this reminds me a little bit of a conversation I had uh, with Nate early on as we were getting started. Like Nate, we can have a feedback form. We are not posting our email. Mm. Like, <laughs> yeah, just the number of uh, random amounts of feedback you get is oh,
0: absolutely, yeah. Being people say outrageous things, but it's it does it doesn't affect me one bit. In a way, it's like a good sign because I get a positive. I get quite a good amount of positive and get some outrageous negativity. You know, if there's if there's not, if you're hearing nothing, you probably haven't hit a nerve. You you haven't made something that's, you know, meaningful at all, probably. I mean, in general, um, that's kind of a good sign, maybe. Worth talking about. But um, yeah, that's one thing that I think uh, web or uh, game creators who put their sites online will end up learning once they get to the intermediary stage of traffic is that you start to become you you start to get attacked a bit you know so i'm i'm dealing with cheaters and people who tried to hack the system and everything from outrageous usernames to you know the little like script kitty denial of service type activity just everything i've experienced it all
2: so I'm, I'm curious, Alex, you know, it seems like this has been a little bit of a slow burn just in terms mm-hmm. of uh, growth totally. and, and kind of development over time. Yeah. And, and I think there's an aspect of that that's just super cool. I, I'm wondering if you can remember, what did it take to get the first thousand users? And, and even if that wasn't super intentional, just like, what, what do you think like uh, brought that about?
0: Yeah, it's a good question. And I think people starting new games it's a big thing because you, if you can just get some people to really like your game, it's so motivating. So in the beginning, I actually, I actually did a little bit of effort. Like I would go to, maybe I went to, um, like some meetups, like developer meetups, where I would do talks on the wiki game uh, about the technology. So that was one way I could just like you know just talk to people about the game just to get some people playing it. Because at the beginning you just need some people to play your game to motivate you, Um, so yeah, meetups are one great way. Like I mean, you and you have to ride the line between you. You don't want to be spammy because then you just seem well spammy, but yeah, marketing yourself in ways that are kind of give back, and and I found my my way of doing that was to talk about the technology that i was using so i was using like real-time web technology i was using like the django web framework i was using like a redis key value store so i would talk about it in different ways like oh i did it this way i used i used this um these patterns to build this feature like this is how i i I think actually several years ago i wrote i did actually write a couple blog posts about the tech, about the details of how I use certain technologies, so that was one way to just get the game out. Was through like developer communities, and maybe that's just because I kind of I mean, the game is a little geekier,
2: so maybe that worked a little bit. I'm not sure. I I think there is a a common thread we've heard from other game developers, or or even just that we see in a lot of the forums where that that is kind of a first place that people reach out to, whether it's uh, developer forums or hacker news or Mm -hmm. a certain subreddit a lot of times that's sort of uh you get enough people talking about it and maybe they are for whatever reason a little more geeky in nature yeah things like that take off exactly
0: subreddits and hacker news were some of my very early uh feedback absolutely subreddits and hacker news were some of the very early kind of little bumps in traffic and people really like giving me feedback that was legit, not just like, oh, fun or nothing. Alex,
1: you've, you're you obviously working on mobile apps. You're an iOS developer. Yeah. You've built this, this game. Do you think about validating ideas? And do you have a process for validating what might work um, if you were starting something new today?
0: The internet is so vast that if you... And this is my just personal opinion that I'm just that i'm convinced that all you have to do is just look into the right sub communities to look to like what like you know what what are the geeks doing what are the you know you know i mean don't build another candy crush or or i mean whatever thing that's already been done that's lot i know candy crush is an older game but but like just try to look for like just a niche new idea um or just just sub communities yeah i would say that would be a way to just validate, like, see what people are talking about in general or just...
1: Looking, looking back, would you have done anything differently? Um, Either in the promotion of it or, you know, any, anything along, the, along
0: those lines in the early stages? I guess I, nothing comes to mind. But uh, yeah, I, I guess I would have done everything differently. I mean, <laughs> you could always do more, I guess. And that's, is that regret? I don't know. I wish I would have done... There's like more to do. There's like more features, and I'm still working at it after like you know 13 years. So like I mean, I still like su- success is going from one failure to the next without losing enthusiasm. <laughs> so I, you know, I've I've tried a bunch of things that didn't work, and um, yeah, I have some high hopes for the game. Yeah, that that's nothing I would do differently. It's just like yeah, it definitely takes a lot of work to yeah. So just keep motivated.
2: I don't think earlier you, you shared this, so if I if we did, I apologize. But uh, are are there any analytics you're able to share in terms of just uh, usage on the site, uh, number of visitors per month, or daily active users, or anything like that?
0: Um, yeah, I'm usually pretty open about that. So like, or
2: I I always am open about that.
0: And when I am open about it, like it maybe just gets stale or not. Like in that blog post, uh, that was like, that, but that was like probably four or five years ago. And It is not that different, actually. So those are the general numbers. Like in that like little um, on my um, the kind of like case study. So currently these days, the web game is seeing around 60 to 80,000 unique players a month. And, and the time on site is around hovers around 10 minutes which is pretty decent for a casual game and get mm-hmm. I, and, and and one fascinating thing is there's a little bit of a long tail of people who are obsessed with the game who play and you can actually see that on the leaderboards you can see people some of people's names that pop up a lot i mean i if you go in the game a lot i see people who would just play a lot but but yeah those are the general numbers now it's around 60 to eighty thousand uniques but it, it spikes it can it can really spike because it gets posted on subreddits or, or or popular youtube channels and then it really spikes and then it just drops off yeah
1: or thanksgiving holiday comes up and people it's fascinating how
0: seasonal. <laughs> i'm sure i'll be playing it <laughs> much more in the next week that's awesome yeah well It's funny that you said Thanksgiving holiday because actually, on weekends and holidays, I see a drop in traffic because I think a lot of people play at schools, colleges, and high schools. So that's one extremely distinctive signal you see in the um, analytics is that it just goes
2: down on weekends and then back up. (laughs) You know, we notice that on some of our sites. And as somebody who's uh, really ha- has employed people from time to time, it makes you wonder what's happening during the work week.
0: Yeah. Well, they're playing yes. casual games. They got the numbers. Yeah. There's, there's something more fun to
1: do than what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Well, you, you, touching on that subject, I, I read that you had, uh, you have a lot of teachers who use your game in classrooms. Yeah. Could you speak to that a little bit and like what's been your experience there?
0: Yeah. Um, that was one of the motivations for the second version of a game, which I, which I actually was calling wiki game groups. So it was teachers who wanted to control the start and end pages, the articles that, you know, you connect on the game. And I actually had like email dialogues with several teachers who were using in the classroom and, yeah it's a casual game, like so there's not like a lot of depth to it currently, and that's partially there I, there's so much I could do that's more, but just as like a fun like entertaining and yet educational kind of play like a couple of times a week, I, there are many teachers in kind of in probably like high school grades was the most common. yeah, I thought it was gratifying
2: one of the things we we often ask towards the end here is is there anything you would want us to ask you? Um, and and we can ask you and you can answer it.
1: Like when is version three coming out or.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. I would like you to um, pressure me to work harder because honestly, like I, so as a solo developer, like I liked when you pointed out that the iOS game had imperfections because I need to hear that. So <laughs> Yeah. So I'd like you to ask me if, why isn't this working and why are you fixing it? Because it's hard to get motivated when you're a solo developer. And so you when you... Yeah. So there's a lot to do. Yeah. And so my version 3 is about 70% done. Rough number. But I'm doing both... I'm I'm having a transition. Um, the, I'm actually um, transitioning away from the Angular web framework to React, which has been great. And I'm also moving... Um, the back end to new servers and upgrading everything so on the order of many months hopefully
2: mm-hmm. so we we got your response nate do you want to ask when is version 3 coming out not sarcastically <laughs> sure. Yeah, <seriously>. no.
0: <laughs> so alex
1: when is version 3 coming out
0: oh okay um uh march 1st so four months
1: there it is wow oh We'll have to get this mm. podcast out there before March 1st. Now I'm
0: sweating. But thank well, you
1: so much. Also, I am too. So.
2: <laughs> this, this, oh, hey, this solves two things for me. That's alex, right. Alex, uh, we'll put a little pressure <laughs> on Nate too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's awesome.
1: Alex, if there's, uh, you know, if you want people to reach out to you or find you, where should we direct
0: people? Um, You can just email me at alex at com if you want to just talk about the game or... My last name uh, on X, formerly known as Twitter. Uh, I go on there periodically, but you can just email me. And yeah, if you want to, I'm you know I I oftentimes receive emails from beginner developers who ask about a feature of the game and how I how I built it, and I'm happy to tell like all the details. Like you know, I built it's everything's built on open source, Uh, Wikipedia content's open source. I'm happy to share exactly how i did everything so it's
2: extremely generous
0: yes yeah, it seems like the right thing to do
2: <laughs> alex thanks for joining us today uh really cool what what you've developed over sounds like a 15 year plus period of yeah just an, an awesome game uh, appreciate what you're uh, contributing to the community and just uh how much of an open book you are on uh, on your process and your journey
0: Well, well, yeah. Yeah. Appreciate talking about it. And so, yeah, thanks for contacting me. It was good talking with you guys for sure. Thanks, Alex.